but as an old person of Tring, who embellished his nose with a ring. Mm-hmm. He gazed at the moon every evening in June, that ecstatic old person of Tring. Ah. Yes, was an old person of Annerley, whose conduct was strange and unmannerly. He rushed down the strand with a pig in each hand, but returned in the evening to Annerley. <laughs> there, there, was, there was one... There was a lot of ones in which they were mentioned as antagonists. Um, they... There was a young, an old man of Whitehaven who danced a quadrille with a raven. But they said, it's absurd to encourage that bird, and they smashed that old man of Whitehaven. Oh, dear. A bit nasty. I was, I was rather pleased when... Now, uh, what? There was a man who got his own back on the... <laughs> was an old man of the West who wore a pale plum-covered vest. Uh-huh. When they said, does it fit, he replied, not a bit. <laughs> that easy old man of the West. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Mm. But which was the other poem of that? The, That's, that was, that was, that was, that was the one. <laughs> the Jumblies? Oh, I knew that one. Far and few, far and few are the lands where the Jumblies live. Their heads are green and their hands are blue when they went to sea in the sieve. The water it soon came in, it did, the water it soon came in. But to keep themselves dry, they wrapped their feet in pinky paper all folded neat and fastened it up with a pin. Uh, I was trying to find it. On the coast of Coromandel, where the early pumpkin blows, in the middle of a wood lived a yongi bongi bow. Uh, no, sorry. On the coast of Coromandel, where the early pumpkins blow, in the middle of a wood lived a yongi bongi bow. Two old chairs and one old candle, half a jug without a handle. These were all the worldly goods in the middle of the wood. These were all the worldly goods of the Yongi Bongi Boo. He fell in love with... Well, the Jumblies is a long one, isn't it? Yes. It's the owl and the pussycat's the only one I can re- remember now. Oh, yes. It was the dong with the luminous nose. Yeah. But that's for reciting them. No, no, no. Young, long years ago, the dong was happy and gay, till he fell in love with a jumbly girl who came to the woods one day. For the jumblies came in a sieve they did, landing at eve near the emery's fid where the oblong oysters grow, and the rocks are cool and grey, and all day the hills and valleys rang with the chorus they daily and nightly sang. Far and few, far and few, are the lands, are the lands where the jumblies live. Their heads are green, and their hands are blue, and they went to sea in a sieve. Over oh, they sailed away. So happily, happily past the days. Mm. A 
happily, happily passed those days when the cheerful jumblies stayed. They danced in circlets all night long to the plaintive pipe of the lively dong, in moonlight, shine or shade. For day and night he was always there by the side of the jumbly girl so fair, with her sky-blue hands and her sea-green hair. Till the morning came of that hateful day, with the jumblies sailed in the silver way and the dong was left on the cruel shore, gazing, gazing forevermore, ever keeping his weary eyes on that pea-green sail on the far horizon, singing the jumbly chorus still as he sat all day on the grassy hill. Far and few, far and few, are the lands where the jumblies live. Their heads are green and their hands are blue. And they went to sea in a sieve. But when the sun was low in the west, the dong arose and said, What little sense I once possessed has quite gone out of my head. And since that day he wanders still by lake and forest, marsh and hill, singing, Oh, somewhere in valley or plain, might I find my jumbly girl again. Forever I'll seek by lake and shore, till I find my jumbly girl once more. Playing a pipe with silvery squeaks, since then his jumbly girl he seeks, and because by night he could not see, he gathered the bark of the twangum tree on the flowery plain that grows, and he wove him a wondrous nose, a nose as strange as a nose could be, of vast proportions and painted red, and tied with cords to the back of his head. In a hollow rounded space it ended, with a luminous lamp within suspended, <laughs> all fenced about with a bandage stout to prevent the wind from blowing it out, <laughs> and with holes all round to send the light in gleaming rays on the dismal night. And now each night and all night long, over these plains still roams the dong, and above the wail of the chimp and snipe, you may hear the squeak of his plaintive pipe, while ever he seeks, but seeks in vain, to meet with his jumbly girl again. Lonely and wild, all night he goes, the dong with a luminous nose, and all who watch at that midnight hour, from hall or terrace or lofty tower, cry as they trace the meteor bright, moving along through the dreary night. This is the hour when forth he goes, the dong with a luminous nose. Yonder, over the plain he goes. He goes, he goes. The dong with a luminous nose. Oh, dear. Yeah. I've just remembered another one was Winnie the Pooh. Oh, yes. And um, A.A. Milne's Now We Are Six. They were, I was, very, I was very fond of that. Yes, yes. Yes, I kept, I kept reading The House at Pooh Corner. Yes. It was... Uh, over and over again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can you remember any of the stories you told me all those years ago? No. I remember the one about Wobble, the Diplodocus, or Diplodocus, <laughs> as we say, the Diplodocus Wobble. Yes. And there were lots of floating islands yes. that you drew. But I, can't I, remember I, I, remember, I remember drawing them, but I... Yes, I can remember yeah. drawing them. I don't remember the stories. I really, really get annoyed when I think of that. I know. Old book. Same here. Mum's old autograph book. Oh, dear, dear. I know, but we've two different ideas as to what happened to it. 
That's conflicting. I remember I'd filled it up with with drawings, some of them pasted in, some of them drawn or written yep. in. But it was full to fill up, and I gave it to Mora. Yep. And then with one of our hideous quarrels, and I can never remember the cause of them. No. Yeah, but uh, this is where um, it, I, this I, is where it deviates. Okay. Mm-hmm. And what I remember was that I I seized the book, and I I took it away and I stuck my finger into a pot of ink and I went through it steadily. Uh, yep, we do stroking, agree on that one. Yeah, uh, blotting all the pages. All the pages. Anyway, I give it back to you. <laughs> and I remember you came in and hit me very hard over the head with it. <laughs> Yoink. Quite likely. There was no fi- no finesse at all. Was no, no. Mum came in and asked what the quarrel was about, and neither of us told her, really. <laughs> anyway, but um, oh, I'm, no. I'm, <laughs> the point was... Uh, though I'd spoiled the book, I certainly gave it back to you. Yeah. And uh, you, you you told me much later, you thought you'd actually kept it, but uh, there'd been a time in which Bert had suggested uh, that he would go through you, or, or through all your oh, he things, did that. Yes. and 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 throw away the ones that weren't necessary. Yeah. And he would let you go through all his things yeah. and like, throw away the ones. He cheated. Didn't. Yes. He cheated. He kept the the, the the photograph book that he didn't show me at all, oh, so right. I couldn't throw it out. Yes. And I got rid of. I don't remember that. I don't remember having that the autograph the autograph book. Then I really don't. I don't know what happened to it. Yes. I do remember getting rid of. Um, the, the books that I'd got from Aunt Agnes. Oh, yes. Um, D.K. Broster's one, The Key Above the Door, and those oh, ones. Oh, yes, yes, And also, what I'm reading again now, um, The Flight of the Heron. Oh, yes. And the two about the Jacobite Rebellion. I got rid of those, and I've bought them all back again. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, right. so I may have got rid of them when I got first married, but they're all back on the shelves again. Good. Mm-hmm. They will be there. I've got two copies of actually the key above the door. One to carry whenever I go, mm. and one to stay. But yes, I lo- loved. I never read it, but I remember seeing it on her shelves. Yes, yeah, she had it there. Uh, oh. Winnie the Pooh and. Come on, can you remember it? The um, the marmalade, the king asked the queen, and the queen asked the dairy maid, "Could we have some butter for the royal uh, slice of bread?" Uh, oh yes. The dairy um, said, "Certainly, I'll go and ask the cow now before she goes to bed." Mm-hmm. Yeah. The but he doesn't agree, don't know they? And the the uh, we, we, like we, marmalade instead. Yes. Oh, bits mm. in the middle. Um. The king said, Oh dearie me. Oh dearie me. And went back to bed. Ah, the king said, Oh dearie me, and bounced back to bed. No, nobody, he, he went said, back to bed, yes. Nobody, he said, could say that I'm a fussy Fuss. man, but I do like I a little bit of butter, butter with my bread. bread. The queen said, Oh dear. Oh, there, 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 there. And went and told the dearie maid. The dearie maid said, There, there. 
told the orderly, but that doesn't rhyme, does it? Uh, no, but uh, she went and told the orderly. The cow went there, then. Uh, the orderly was a former cow, I stick it. Yeah. Well, they said... There, there. I didn't really mean it. He has milk for his porringer and butter for his bread. So... That's um, when the king bounced out of bed. Yes. Yeah. Nobody, he said, could call me a fussy man. But no, nobody said, as he... Nobody said as he slid down the banisters. That's right. Nobody, he said, could say that I'm a fussy man, but I do like a little bit of butter with my bread. <laughs> yes. <laughs> they were great poems. I think if, if, if there's a poem with rhythm and rhyme, that's oh, why yes. we can remember most of it. Yes. Not all of it, but most of it. Well, if it has yeah. a certain amount of humour. It does. <laughs> it does. Yes. Uh, if I don't know whether this has got the push me pull you in it though. He was my favourite. That wasn't the first one. Well, it's not in here then, is it? If, I, don't, uh, I don't know these ones very well actually. So the Doctor no, Little books. Yes, oh, it was the, got something in it. Yes, it was the first of the Doctor Do Little books that had the the push me pull you in it. Uh, oh, you've used you've used this in. Um, was it in the life of a life in art? You've used oh, that. Oh, you've uh, had a notice in here, double page spread. Oh yes, oh, oh yes, I did reproduce. So it was the it was the um, pictures, wasn't it? Yes, really, that were. I was hugely influenced by the. Uh, yes. Uh, is, is that Doctor Doolittle's garden, or Doctor Doolittle's? This travels? is Doctor Doolittle on the moon. Uh, yes, uh, I don't uh, think I got past the first one actually. Mm -hmm. reading. You don't need to. But uh, I read it again recently. <laughs> it's the way books go out of out of favour, don't they? The children's books. Yes. Well, I wish I could get them the travels of Doctor Doolittle. That had. Uh, Well, you'd think it would be with those two, wouldn't you? But I couldn't find it. Yes, it, it must have been because I, I remember the uh, the illustrations. Uh, all the Doctor Doolittle illustrations. The illustrations in books. And I realise now chiefly ones that were um, illustrated by the authors uh, usually influenced me. Uh, Kipling did his own illustrations for Just Sue stories, and uh, there was a, a great book I, I enjoyed thoroughly called uh, The Rose and the Ring by Thackeray. Oh, that's beautiful. And uh, he illustrated it. Uh -huh. But it, uh, it was, uh, well, I thought it a very funny book because... Uh, <laughs> Did Edward Lear do his illustrations? Oh, yes. Yes, I thought so. Oh, entirely. Who else illustrated then and wrote? Uh, Tolkien illustrated The Hobbit. Uh-huh. And, uh, and I, a huge, uh, yes, they certainly oh, but influenced me. And, uh, now, The Little Prince, was that? 
Oh yes, Antoine de Saint-Exupéry. Yes, he, 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 he illustrated as well? He did, yes. Yes, he... Yes, they, they all did. <laughs> Who wrote Where the Wild Things Are? Ah, um, the illustrator of it too. Yeah. And uh, Sendak, Morris Sendak. Morris Sendak. Mm. You gave that, was it to Katrina or Tracy? One or other, yes. I think it was Tracy. Mm -hmm. I think it was probably Tracy scared us to... Did it? <laughs> Only for a little while, <laughs> until she got used to it. <laughs> she was quite easily scared. Let the wild rumpus commence. <laughs> yeah.